0: gift biz unwrapped episode 277
1: they see you taking pretty photos of your products and sharing it on social so their goal is to make it easier for you to do that and get the sale attention
2: gifters bakers crafters and makers pursuing your dream can be fun whether you have an established business or looking to start one now you are in the right place This is Gift Biz Unwrapped, helping you turn your skill into a flourishing business. Join us for an episode packed full of invaluable guidance, resources, and the support you need to grow your gift biz. Here is your host, gift biz gal, Sue Monheit.
0: Hi there. It's Sue, and I love that you're here with me today. So thank you. And if you're new here, you've picked the right time to join in. Facebook Shops has me over the top excited. I can't wait to share it with you, but before we get started, I want to make sure that you're aware of the Q&A sessions over in the Facebook group, Gift Biz Breeze. This has been blowing up. Every Tuesday and Thursday at 11.30 Central Standard Time, so that's 12.30 Eastern and 9.30 Pacific, I'm on answering your questions there are three different ways to submit a question. One is ask right during the live show. Second is to put your question in the comment section under my pinned post over in the Gift Biz Breeze group. Or third is through this super fun audio link that you'll find at giftbizunwrapped.com forward slash ask. You can record your question right there on the fly. So no sending an email or even needing to show up with me live. Just let me know where you're stuck and let's get you moving forward. If you can't show up live, you can watch the replay. That audio link again is giftbizunwrapped.com forward slash ask. Okay, on to Facebook shops. This is part four of our six-part series covering online sales platforms. If you've missed the first shows, just jump back in your podcast app and you'll find them there, all in a row. I'm now describing Facebook Shops as the best online alternative to brick and mortar. Why? Because this is the way you can sell your products through DMs, direct messages, and live broadcasts. Yes, customers can buy with a click of the button right from there. Just as if you're side-by-side completing a purchase at a show or in your shop. Amazing. And it's brand new. We're going to cover everything you need to know about the program and how to start selling right away through Facebook shops. And you don't even need a website or any other online platform. If you're just starting out, this is a great way to validate your product. As we talk about in my program, Start With Confidence. For those of you who are going through that. Okay, I don't want to waste another minute of you not knowing about this awesome new way to sell your handmade products. Today it is my pleasure to introduce you to Jessica Totillo Coster of eCommerce commerce badastery. Jessica is an e-commerce and email marketing strategist for boutique owners and product business owners. She supports scrappy female entrepreneurs with actionable strategies and tactics to grow and scale their e commerce businesses. She's worked in corporate retail for over 20 years, owned her own multi six figure brick and mortar clothing boutique, and has spent three years as the only employee of a seven figure online store, learning from the top experts in the digital marketing and e commerce industry. Now, she's sharing everything she's learned the hard way, so you don't have to. And today, we will be talking all Facebook shops. Jessica, welcome to the Gift Biz Unwrapped podcast.
1: Thank you so much for having me. I'm super excited for today's conversation.
0: Me too. And I know I'm going to be learning a lot about Facebook shops myself, so I can't wait to dive into it. But before we do, I have a traditional question that I have to ask you, Jessica. Okay. If you were to describe yourself as a motivational candle, what color really resonates that you would have as your candle and what type of a quote or a mantra would be on there?
1: I love this question, by the way, because it's so unique. My candle would definitely be black just because I love all black everything. It's like my power color. And the quote would be, get your big girl panties because... I'm a New Yorker, born and raised, and we just have like a different sort of get it done kind of energy. And entrepreneurship is hard. That's where that comes from.
0: Yeah, you know, it is hard. And we have to, like you said, get your big girl panties on because you can't just say, oh, I'm scared of doing this and run away. Right. You got to just buckle up and do it, right? Fear or not.
1: Exactly. And when it is hard and you're able to push through it, that's when the magic really happens.
0: So true. and I always say it's those hard parts where most people will back off. So if you can just be strong and get through whatever it is that's the challenge that you have, you are so much further along and you can rise above the crowd. I feel like it's like a running race where
1: that one person just bolts ahead of everybody else. 100 percent. 99% of people are not going to do anything. So just be part of that 1% and you're going to see success like you couldn't even imagine.
0: Well, Jessica, there's your new quote. Right? 99% won't do anything. <laughs> so there it is.
1: Love it. Share with us a little
0: bit more about how you've gotten to where you are today.
1: For sure. So I'll go far back just to set the stage. I used to sleep in my new shoes as a little girl. So I've always been obsessed just with clothing and fashion. So it was no surprise that I went down the retail fashion path. And I've been in the industry for a long time. And I love my job and what I do, working in corporate. I loved the day-to-day, but I didn't feel fulfilled. And I actually started this business by accident because I was in Facebook groups talking to people about email marketing and the Klaviyo platform. And they started reaching out to me to help them. So I did. And my husband looked at me one day and he was like, so babe, Like, are you going to start a business or what? Because these women really want your help and your support. And after working with a few of them, it just lit me up so much to see these female entrepreneurs who started this business at their kitchen table, put their blood, sweat, and tears into it. They're so passionate and creative, but they just didn't know the business stuff, right? They just knew how to create this amazing product. And so being able to come in and give them those tools, I've never felt so excited and happy and just lit up. And it fulfills me in a way I just never really thought was possible. And I just kind of went with it from there. And here we are. And it's been really amazing.
0: Well, you're speaking my language because most of the people who are listening here are doing exactly what you described. They make something, they started at their kitchen table because it was a hobby at first. And now they're thinking, oh, maybe I should look at monetizing this. Maybe I could start a business for myself. Just exactly what you're describing. And I really like that you talked about the fact that there were a lot of people coming and asking you for help because that's such a good sign. And Gift business listeners, I'm talking to you right now too. If someone's looking for your product and likes your product and you're not a business yet, That should give you pause and say, hmm, maybe there is a market out there for me. So it's a great first step, like some acknowledgement, kind of like the light bulb, right, Jessica?
1: (laughs) Yes, totally. It's like, oh, wait a minute. Maybe there's something to this. Yeah, I didn't even really think about it. I just like being in those conversations and in those entrepreneurial spaces And I just like learning, right? So I would learn and apply it even to my day job. And I didn't think that people were going to pay me for this. I was very wrong. (laughs) I was very wrong. So definitely take that as a sign that you've got something special.
0: Yes. Let's just dive right into this. Facebook, like many social media platforms, keeps changing, keeps adding. And it's so interesting because we just have to kind of figure it out or rely on experts who know to the point about learning (laughs) from others. Yes. And so Facebook keeps coming up with new things. We know that video is important. We know that live is important. Now we have groups, which is awesome. And now there's this new thing called Facebook Shops. So I know that there have been some people who are listening who have experimented with it, but I'd like to take this from the top when did Facebook shops first appear on the scene? What's it all about? Share with us everything you know.
1: You got it. So Facebook shops, like what they're calling Facebook shops is actually relatively new. It's only been about a month or so that they made the announcement. Admittedly, the last couple of months are one big blur. So I don't remember exactly when it was, but what they're doing is it's a step up from the old Facebook catalog that you could have where you can actually create a storefront. Now you can create collections of your products. You can have lifestyle imagery, make it look pretty, things like that, just like you would do on your own website but you have the power of the Facebook ecosystem behind you. So there is checkout on Facebook, people can save their payment information, things like that. So their goal is to give you a place where you can create a mini store It's very similar to Etsy in that way. But They want you to sell on the Facebook platform, fall in love with it, and then advertise with them. That's how they intend to make money off of this. So what that means is you can get started on it for nothing and you only pay if someone makes a purchase just to cover the cost of processing the sale like you would do on any other platform.
0: Right. But this is different too, in that you don't pay unless a sale is made versus other sites where you pay by listing, right?
1: Right, exactly. So it's more like if you had your own website, granted, you would have the monthly fee to have it up, but you really only pay when someone makes a purchase. On Facebook, you're not going to pay until someone buys something. So you can get started for $0.
0: Okay, so I'm thinking about the Facebook platform. And in the past, I'm being one of our listeners right now, okay? I have a business page. I've posted on the page a lot. I don't get a lot of viewers. I've gotten people to come and like my page and all that. But I know that a lot of people aren't seeing my posts on Facebook. So I'm a little confused about the platform in that way in terms of reach. If I were to add in some of my products and kind of create a Facebook shop, if you will, because that's what it's called. Mm -hmm. Where does that align with visibility as compared to like posts on my page?
1: Got it. So the way Facebook shops is going to work is it's going to be over Facebook and Instagram. So let me just take one quick step back to say, They are releasing a beta version, and there's going to be a lot more features that slowly roll out to help you sell better. But let's talk about kind of the goal and where it's going to end up.
0: Okay. Can I clarify something first, though? It's going to be just like if you're running ads, you can run to Facebook or Instagram or both, that type of thing. Will the Facebook shop also have options, or maybe it does already, to show up on Instagram too at the same time?
1: Yes. Okay.
0: That's where you were saying it's like the overlay of the Mm -hmm. two. Okay.
1: Exactly. But it
0: sits on Facebook. Right. Got
1: it. But it will still tag your photos. It will tag your products in your photos on Instagram, just like you can do right now. Okay. It's going to work that same way. So you're still going to have those other platforms to push traffic. Additionally, the products... In your Facebook shop if they're eligible and Facebook is a little vague on how they describe these are gonna work because they haven't rolled out a ton of information yet but your products will also show up in the marketplace on Facebook and when a customer is shopping in shops they can shop multiple stores so they haven't been super clear on what the search experience will be like for the customer. But I do expect that you will be able to kind of search within Facebook shops to find products that you're looking for, like you would in a marketplace.
0: Right. Because they're going to definitely want to compete with all
1: of the other platforms. Right. Exactly.
0: And my guess is it's going to get pretty clean and proficient and all of that. Yes. I'm just kind of thinking this through here. If I were to go to Facebook to look at someone's shop right now, do I just have to pick and choose and see if I can find someone who has a shop? Or how would I see a shop just by way of example, if I'm researching and thinking about putting one up for myself?
1: Right. So it's not fully rolled out. So right now, yes, you would have to go look for specific people. And I have three examples that you can go look at. Rebecca Minkoff, Inc, meets Paper, and Arctic, R-T-I-C, Outdoor. They all have active Facebook shops that you can look at, and you can see it on Instagram as well.
0: Perfect. So then we can see And even though it might not be rolled out to everybody, because I'm assuming if you haven't updated your app lately, or potentially all of us don't even have the capabilities yet, although we will soon, right? Is that true at this point in time?
1: That is true. So I think what they did is obviously some companies or brands who already had a large shopping presence on these platforms got first access. Mm -hmm. And they also, built the integration with Shopify. So anyone who has a website on Shopify already will be the first to get access to it.
0: Oh, I so love that. (laughs) I love Shopify. Anyway, one of my websites is a Shopify site. So that made me smile (laughs) right away.
1: So if you are on Shopify now, and you had the old Facebook shop app, right, where it fed your products over, that will automatically convert to the new Facebook shops.
0: Okay. All right. Perfect. But we can also just go in and look at these three that you just mentioned, whether we have it for ourselves yet or not. Correct. Okay. So let's keep going with talking about visibility just a little bit more. So we don't know the full extent of what this is going to look like yet. So you have a shop, you put together a shop that has your products, I'm thinking it looks similar to not really a website, but it has the functionality of like a website. You see the products, probably descriptions and prices and checkout. Exactly. Yep. How does that link with a page post or it sits there unto itself? You put up a shop for yourself. How do you work with it?
1: So right now it's its own little space. So just like you had a product catalog on Facebook, if you've ever seen those, the old school way Mm -hmm. that you either connected from Shopify or you just uploaded a catalog to Facebook, that's gonna work the same. What's really different is how you can organize and arrange your products into collections or categories and then add additional imagery. So the way it sat before on that separate tab is going to be the same, but they're adding more features on how you actually integrate it into what you do. So this is some of the future items I'd love to talk about right now. So like I said, it's gonna be over all platforms, including WhatsApp. So if you are already talking to customers on WhatsApp and making sales, You're going to be able to integrate your products into there. You will be able to sell directly through the DMs. And my favorite feature is if you sell doing live video, which I will say to the audience, if you're not already doing that, you should definitely try it because it will likely make you money. Amen. (laughs) I
0: preach that all the time, Jessica.
1: (laughs) Yes, 100%. You will be able to tag your products in the live video that you are selling. So you don't have to say, comment below, and then I'm going to send you an invoice. You'll be able to tag the product, they can click through and make a purchase.
0: You know what this feels like to me? An in store, so like walking into a brick and mortar shop, but online. Like with the DMs, like you're talking about, I'm having a one on one conversation with you. And you might say, Well, yeah, if you want it here, and then you send a link, and then you buy it, right? Right. Or if you're talking to maybe a group of people, or, you know, just come in, take a look around if there's anything that I can help you with. Have you seen this with like a live presentation? And then there's the link there where you can buy it.
1: 100% coming from the brick and mortar space. I've been in ecom the last four or five years, but I come from the brick and mortar space. When you're trying to sell online, you're trying to recreate that in-person experience because nothing beats that. So Facebook is giving you the tools to be able to recreate that as much as possible. And they did that because they see what brands are already doing. They see you selling through live video. They see you selling in the DMs. They see you taking pretty photos of your products and sharing it on social. So their goal is to make it easier for you to do that and get the sale.
0: Okay, so I just had a vision. Someone who is putting together a product or putting the final touches on a product could do that live and then say, if you want this exact piece that I just made, and then however it comes up. Would that be possible? Yes, You'd have to have some type of a product in the shop to be able to reference it, I'm thinking.
1: Yes, you would.
0: Yeah, but we always talk about like behind the scenes, how products are made. So interesting to see, even if you don't have the skill, it's always interesting, you know, the fast forwarding, all of that to watch how these things come from nothing or just little ingredients, if you will, all of a sudden to the final product. And so that would be a way to do it. And then buy right there.
1: Yes. And people eat that stuff up. Mm -hmm. The more you can show that behind the scenes, they love it. 100%.
0: Okay. So in WhatsApp, selling through direct messages, and we all know that one-to-one contact, private messaging, all of that. There's so much behind the scenes now on social that you don't see. And that's really the golden section. That's where you can really place custom orders, all of that. So that's perfect. And then live video. Right. So do you then still host and reference products
1: in your shop also i would 100 percent. that is part of having starting the conversation right it's starting the conversation it's sort of like your store window if you were a brick and mortar you've got to put something in front of them to entice them to pay attention so you still have to do that part so you do that first Right.
0: Okay. Or just as regular content on your page, right? Yes. So based on whatever you have, you have a selection of your products. Let me know your opinion on this, Jessica. There's so much conversation on social about service-based businesses. And as product companies have gravitated to social and selling on social, We talk a lot about what percentage you should be direct selling versus just showing behind the scenes or doing lives of who you are, all of that. Where do you put the percentage or how you should represent yourself as a product-based business on Facebook? You'll hear Jessica's response right after a quick break.
2: Yes! It's possible. Increase your sales without adding a single customer. How you ask? By offering personalization with your products. Wrap a cake box with a ribbon saying, happy 30th birthday, Annie. Or add a special message and date to wedding or party favors for an extra meaningful touch. Where else can you get customization with a creatively spelled name or fine packaging that includes a saying whose meaning is known to a select two? Not only are customers willing to pay for these special touches, they'll tell their friends and word will spread about your company and products. You can create personalized ribbons and labels in seconds. Make just one or thousands without waiting weeks or having to spend money to order yards and yards. Print words in any language or font, add logos, images, even photos. Perfect for branding or adding ingredient and flavor labels too. For more information, go to theribbonprintcompany.com.
1: So I think it depends a little bit on where you are at in your journey. The newer you are, the more you need to be talking about who you are, what you do, why do people want to buy from you? Because you don't have that no like and trust factor yet. As you move further down and you've got customer testimonials, you've got some word of mouth going on, things like that, and you've got some repeat customers coming back to you, then you can start to shift to more about your product. But you never really want to drop below, I like to say, like a 60-40 in either direction, depending upon where you are in the journey.
0: So you would never want to be less than 40% selling. Right. So almost half.
1: Right. Interesting. And when I say selling, selling is not always just, here's my product, buy my product, do you like my product? Some of that is a little bit more subtle. Some of it is just you showing up and talking about how you incorporate your own products into your own life. So you're doing both of those things at the same time. So you're still selling. It's just a little bit more passive.
0: Right. I mean, you're still showing and representing your product in some way, but you're not saying here's my product, here's the price go buy." Right. Okay, got it. Where do you feel this is more of a general question, Facebook shops, but any of these other selling platforms, where does this sit in comparison to having a website?
1: This supports a website. I will always tell my clients in any product-based business, you have to have a platform that you own. And the only thing you own is your own website and your email list. So if you're just getting started and you don't really have an online presence and you just started creating your product and figured out that people want to buy from you, Facebook shops will be a great place for you to start because you can get it up and running easy with little to no investment. But it's not a long-term solution.
0: Okay. I would even suggest this is a great way to start when you're just testing out your product. Because before you invest a lot of time and money into building a business, you want to make sure that the product you're making has a market and that it will sell at the price that's going to allow you to build a business and have an income from it as well.
1: Yes. Yes. Pricing in, especially in handmade, I think is very often overlooked, but so important. You do have to make sure that you are priced so that you can create a business and that people will still buy it. So you have to find that balance there, but yes, it definitely is a good place to test just like another marketplace would be because you've got some of that built-in traffic Because one of the other features, and this is going to be another later thing, is when customers are shopping in Facebook shops, remember, Facebook knows a lot about you as a person. So as a consumer, it's a little creepy how much Facebook knows. And as a marketer, it is gold, right? they're going to personalize product recommendations based on what they know about the person shopping. So you're going to be able to take advantage of all the data that Facebook has. So it is a great place to get started and get a feel for how your product will do in the market.
0: Beautiful. I love that because a lot of people, that's a barrier point, right? Is putting up a website. So before you do that, Within Facebook shops, you can put up your products and see if people are buying them at the right prices. I love that that's the case. But there's a lot of platforms out there, right, Jessica? Why would you suggest that Facebook shops would be a good one versus an Etsy or an eBay or one of the other platforms? We already talked about the fact that financially, you don't really have to put any investment in unless someone buys. So that's one reason.
1: Right. So it's new for Facebook. And for them, they are using this as a tool to create more ad revenue. And they have said from day one that ads, that is their monetization strategy. That's how they make their money. It's in their best interest to give you all the support you need to make sales on their platform. Whereas someone who is more established at this point, they don't need you anymore They've built their business. They're raking in money. They don't need anybody new on the platform. They're going to survive and be fine. So they don't care about you quite as much, right? Whereas Facebook, they want to build you up. Just like when it came to live video, for example, they want more people to do live video. So they give live video more reach.
0: That's true. And I'm also thinking that there aren't as many people on Facebook shops yet either, So if they're wanting to give visibility to that portion of the platform overall, they've got to do it with whoever's there. So now would be a great time, even if it's in beta, even if there are a couple of hiccups along the way, you have an opportunity to jump in first because you're listening to this show and Jessica's sharing it all to us. But there are a lot of advantages in doing and showing up first.
1: Absolutely, there are. I personally have never been great at being an early adopter, but there's so much power in that, that it's something I am being more conscious of in my own life and business, right? So if you can innovate faster and you get to learn first and work out all the hiccups before everyone else has caught on, so you're going to be further ahead in the game.
0: And get that initial visibility just because there are less people. Yep. Yeah. Okay. So we've gone to a couple of platforms, including the three that you've mentioned. We see that it looks like something maybe we ought to test out. What is our first step? I think you have to do it from a business page. I think we start there, Right.
1: Yes, 100%. And then it's going to depend on whether or not you already have a Shopify store or if you don't. So if you have the Shopify store and you never had the Facebook app, or it may have been a sales channel, I don't remember. If you didn't already have that, you want to get that installed, and then you'll be able to send your product feed over.
0: If you have a Shopify store and you're connected properly through the app, it'll automatically be there. Yes. Wow. That's
1: like magic. It will send everything over. It's super easy. You're not creating duplicate listings and all of that stuff. It's going to pull from what you already have in Shopify. And then if you don't have that, you can upload your product catalog right to your Facebook business page. And they have some great tutorials on how to do that.
0: So... Do you have to click somewhere to say starting my shop or like if someone went to their business page right this minute, where would they find where to upload and I'm trying to get really granular so no one has excuses not to do this if they're interested.
1: That is fair enough. You have to have the business page set up in the shopping template.
0: Okay, so that's important. Because you can classify your business pages as different things, right? Right. So your business page has to be classified as shopping.
1: Correct. Okay. Once you have that, then you will have the shop tab where you can upload your products.
0: Okay. So if you go and look at your account right now and you don't see the shop tab, it might be because you haven't classified your account as a shopping account. Correct. Okay. Perfect. And then from there, you just start uploading your categories, right?
1: Right. You start with the products and you're going to want to use their commerce manager is what they're calling it. That's the Facebook term.
0: Okay. I'm writing this down here. Commerce manager. My guess is that there are YouTube videos already in existence because they've made (laughs) like just been done like a couple of weeks ago about how to work with the commerce manager my guess.
1: Yes. And Facebook has some good tutorials on this and we can put some links in the show notes.
0: Oh, wonderful. Perfect. If you email me those links, I'll make sure to put those in the show notes for us.
1: you got it. It's very hard to explain without seeing the visual.
0: And since they can access that elsewhere, I want to get all of your information and knowledge. The tactical stuff we can also worry about later. And when you upload, I do have this one question. Obviously, just like anywhere, the imagery is important. So you want good quality pictures.
1: 100%.
0: If it's coming in from Shopify, the product name and the descriptions are already there. Right. If not, then you would enter those manually, I'm guessing. Correct. Okay. Any tips on product names and descriptions?
1: Please be clear over clever. Clear over clever. I repeat this over and over again clear over clever. It is fun to be cute and witty and all of that and create personality around your brand, but save that for your marketing. When it comes to your product names and your product descriptions, you need an eight year old to understand what you're saying.
0: So is it similar to the way we should be approaching our product name and descriptions for SEO purposes? You want it to be easy enough to be found. Is it the same concept over here on Facebook?
1: Yes, because that should be your concept always. Doesn't matter what platform you're on. Of course, on certain platforms like an Amazon or an Etsy, right? There's a lot of keyword stuffing that kind of happens there in titles, which is not good on your own website. But the idea is you want to be clear so the customer understands what that product is. And when they are searching for something, that those search algorithms can bring your product to their search query.
0: And that it matches what your product is.
1: Exactly. Yes.
0: I've got to put in a funny story here because it just happened this morning. We were having a VIP call for my Makers MBA group. And this is a woman who owns a gift basket business. And she has college survival kits and anniversary survival kits. Or like all types of things. But she called them survival kits. She was looking at her SEO and survival kits was like her third largest keyword, bringing in a ton of traffic to her website. But she's like, but my survival kits really aren't selling. They're not my best seller compared to the traffic coming in. And we talked this through. And the fact is people are Googling survival kits, looking for the real survival kit, right? So then they're going to her website and finding a gift basket that's titled survival kit. And then they're not buying it because it's not really what they were looking for. Right. So this is a great example that we're talking about in terms of product names and then also the descriptions.
1: Yes, 100%. And I see that a lot. And I've had clients come to me and say, I know I'm getting this traffic, but they're kind of just bouncing off of the homepage and they're not converting And when you go to their homepage and you look at the collection names and things like that, I have no idea what you sell. So it's really important to be clear over clever. And if you want to use that, because college survival kit, like that's fun. Use that in an email to your existing audience who already knows who you are and what you do.
0: Makes a lot of sense. It's boring. I mean, you know, we're around our products and we're creators at heart, right? We like to do things that are different and florally and light and fun and interesting and clever, as you said, but don't do it. (laughs) It doesn't serve you well.
1: (laughs) It doesn't. And I know that when it's your product and you're the one creating the content and writing the emails and you're doing all the things and wearing all the hats, you can get a little bored. And you feel like you're saying the same thing over and over again. But the consumer, the person you're trying to reach, they need to see something or hear something seven to 15 times before it really clicks. They are not bored. Right. So you don't have to reinvent the wheel every time.
0: Good. All right. So we've got our products up there. Now we had to do it manually because we don't have a Shopify site yet we didn't experience that magic, perhaps. (laughs) So now we've got our shop fully populated. Maybe we've broken them out into collections, you know, however we set that up. So they're all sitting there. Now what do we do?
1: Once you have that all set up, now it's time to start marketing it. This is not an if you build it, they will come. Nothing is. Right. (laughs) It's really not. So yes, Facebook is going to give you tools and create all these options to make that easier for you, but you still have to show up and you still have to sell your product.
0: Okay. So can I do it only in Facebook?
1: You can if you want, but I would expand that to Instagram if your customer is there.
0: Okay. Well, that's what I meant though. Are you limited then to promoting only within the platform?
1: Oh, no, definitely not. It's just another place that you're going to send your potential customer.
0: So you really can treat Facebook shops kind of like a mini website with all the precautions that Jessica's just shared, right? You don't own it. So heaven forbid something happens with Facebook or your shop gets banned. I don't even know if that's a thing yet, but my guess is it's coming. And you, for some reason, you're account went dark, you have no way to access anybody who's liked your page to see any of your things. That's why a website and email lists are so important. But as you're starting out and as a supplemental, really strong place to also show your products, Facebook shops can very nicely complement whatever else you have. It's just another place. It's like having multi-location brick and mortar shops, if you will.
1: Yes, exactly. That is the perfect way to explain it for sure. I love that.
0: So we've got the shop. And so I'm thinking this through for myself. So I can then promote on Facebook and Instagram. And obviously, then the products come up because it's right in the shop that's right on that same platform. Can I then promote it elsewhere with a link to the Facebook shop?
1: Yes. So I would, if you have maybe you have no online presence, let's say you're really just on social media. Online presence, meaning a website. Right. Okay. Yes. So maybe you've done most of your selling in person at markets and things like that. Hopefully when you're doing those, you are collecting emails. And if you're not start doing that now, now that you've collected the emails at the show, Email them and let them know hey, I have this place where you can come online and shop my products. Here's what's new. Here's what I've created since the last time I saw you. You don't have to wait for me to come to the next market whenever that's going to be.
0: Boy, you know, I could see this as such an awesome tool because even people who come to market, but you don't have everything there that they want you could just pull it up on your site and order it right from there.
1: Yes. Have you ever shopped in a retail store? And I'll use Nordstrom as the example, because they do this very well. There's plenty of times where I have gone into the store, they didn't have exactly what I wanted. And they ordered it right there for me on the spot and shipped it to my home.
0: Yeah, they walk you right over to a computer or they have something handheld now or however it works. Yeah. Because you don't want to lose that opportunity, right? Because the second people walk away, probably 50% probability that they're going to come back and do it. We just get busy. right? Not that they don't want it, but we just get busy.
1: Yes. I mean, even if you think of e-commerce in general, if you do have your own website, the average abandoned cart rate is like 70%. Because people just get distracted and their kid is pulling on their leg or something happens, the doorbell rings. People just get distracted. So if you can make that process as smooth and as easy as possible from the beginning and get that first sale, it's going to be so much easier moving forward. Absolutely. Now, I just
0: think Facebook shops, Facebook overall, let's face it, you keep hearing that people are abandoning Facebook and there aren't as many people on Facebook anymore. Well, yes and no. I mean, let's look at all of our activity. We are on Facebook and probably the majority of people who are customers or potential customers are on Facebook already too. So to be able to get in front of them on a platform that they're normally using three, four, five times a day, maybe more, maybe a little bit less versus having to go and enter another platform, right? I think just sets you up for so much more opportunity to sell.
1: Totally. And Facebook is going to make it easy because they are going to save payment information for the customer. So they don't have to enter in, type in their credit card. It'll be as easy as using like an Apple pay or Amazon pay. Mm -hmm. So that's going to be a feature as well. So they're doing their part to make it as frictionless as possible. And like you said, We're already on Facebook. Our behavior has changed, right? We're not necessarily posting that we just had lunch anymore. Right. We're using it differently, but we're still on it for a long time.
0: And everyone uses it a little bit differently. Some people I know, particularly now, just go into their private groups. They don't want anything to do with the feed if there's drama going on. Right. But they're still on the platform. They're still following different accounts or different friends. I think it's a strong platform. If they have a new program, we should be paying attention. So why we're talking about it,
1: obviously. Yeah. And the other thing about social is the idea of the silent follower. Just because they're not liking your posts or leaving a comment doesn't mean they're not paying attention.
0: Ooh, I've never really thought about that before. And you don't really know who that is either.
1: You don't really know who that is. But I will tell you that when they are ready, they will show up and they will engage or they will purchase. So it may feel like you are posting to crickets. But that doesn't mean that you are. So I encourage you to keep showing up anyway.
0: Okay. And I'm also thinking We might be projecting now into the future, but as shops become more advanced, people are making sales. Facebook knows that. Then you could probably run ads to existing purchasers.
1: Yes. You're going to have that full access to Facebook's advertising platform.
0: And it doesn't mean hundreds and thousands of dollars either.
1: No. It's access to them. Right. It's just... Think about your shop. If you're already doing Facebook ads, for example, and you have your pixel on your website and you're capturing all of this data in Facebook that you can use, you can create look-alike audiences from, things like that. This is just one more place to get data from. Right. Okay,
0: question. Someone places an order. What comes to you? So that you can fill the order.
1: Okay. If you are on Shopify, the order is going to come through your regular Shopify admin. If you just have the Facebook catalog, the fulfillment happens within Facebook. They were not clear about what notifications you're going to get. But I imagine it will be an email and or a notification within the Facebook platform.
0: So I'll get a notification that I have an order probably. Mm -hmm. And then it will give me for sure not the email address. I can make that assumption already, right? It'll give me the name, the product they've purchased, the name, and where to send it. So a physical address. And that's it. So Again, a big point about not owning the platform, not owning access to that customer, if you will. A good best practice here would be to include some type of an insert when you send out a package that prompts them in some way to get on your newsletter list for more specials, somehow to capture that email from them because you're not going to get it through Facebook.
1: Right. And they haven't come out specifically and said that. But if we know anything, they're likely not going to give that up because that's technically a Facebook customer. It's not your customer. And I would imagine, because I haven't seen it in the Shopify admin yet, but I would imagine it would come through the way an Amazon order comes through where it's just like scrambled letters and numbers. There's no real email address there.
0: Right. I think we can count on that. I'm pretty sure.
1: For sure. And they haven't said anything about not being able to put those inserts in. I know some platforms limit what you're allowed to do there, but they haven't come out and said that you can't. So I definitely would.
0: So don't ask for now.
1: Anyway, right?
0: All right. Wonderful. Any final comment on the platform that we should know?
1: Yes, there are a few further out features that are not relevant right now, but I want to give you a little bit of something exciting to look forward to. One is they're going to be creating an option for augmented reality. So if you've ever seen this where you shopped on maybe a home goods store, for instance, and you're looking at a lamp, you can kind of hold that up in your home and see how it would look in your space. No way. Yes way. Oh my gosh.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That's trouble right there.
1: It's amazing. (laughs) And they're also going to be doing, and I don't know if any of your people have makeup or anything like that, but where you can actually try on makeup. And this is going to be very big in the retail industry based on the beginning of 2020 and COVID. You're not going to go into Sephora and try makeup on anymore. Like that's not going to be a thing. So this new technology where the customer can try it on is amazing. And Facebook is going to give you the ability to do that. That's awesome. So cool. I want to sell makeup just so I can set that up and have a store that does that because that's so cool. (laughs) They're also going to allow you to link rewards. So if you have a rewards program, you'll be able to include that in Facebook. Shopping on Instagram will be part of the discovery tab and the explore pages. So that's going to be great visibility for you. And I think I touched on this before, but once it's fully rolled out, there will be a persistent cart between Facebook and Instagram. So if the customer starts their journey on one platform, they'll be able to finish it on the other.
0: Oh, nice. So really easy experience, checkout experience from either platform or cross platforms.
1: Yes, exactly. Wow. Wow. Yes. And then lastly, they are going to be partnering with other e-commerce platforms like BigCommerce and WooCommerce, etc. So if you're on one of those, it's coming. You can just upload manually in the meantime.
0: Or upload a few, try it out. I think that they make sense that they go with one platform, get out all the kinks and then continue adding on top of that.
1: Right. And when it comes to the small business, for the most part, those people do have their store on Shopify. So it made sense as the first step.
0: Oh my gosh, so exciting. I love that we got you on so early in the game so that we can all jump on, learn, experiment. We've gotten a lot of great information. It sounds so exciting for the future. I just love it.
1: It is so cool. Everyone has their own feelings about Facebook I think they're really stepping up to support the businesses that are on their platform. And I'm in a non-condescending way. I'm very proud of what they're doing. I think it's really great. The future
0: seems very bright, I think.
1: (laughs) For sure.
0: So let's talk about your future. What is going on with you? How are you moving forward? And also share with all of our listeners how they could reach out to you.
1: For sure. So my future is supporting female e-commerce product entrepreneurs. I've learned so much in my last few years, like you mentioned in the intro, and I learned so many things the hard way. So my goal is to give them as many shortcuts as I possibly can and kind of clear out the noise that's on the internet.
0: Because it only gets to be more, right? (laughs) more and more.
1: Yes, exactly. And that's really where I'm focused. And I do that mostly between general e-commerce consulting. And then I also focus a lot on email marketing because it is like the most underutilized marketing strategy for the small business that I've seen because nobody's talking about it as much as they should be. We
0: are. (laughs) We're definitely talking about it. Yes, for sure. And some people who were caught unaware when we all got sent home are now forced to learn that that's something that needs to be happening.
1: Yes, I love that. And you know, you can find me on my website, which is ecommercebedassery.com. And it's the same across all of my social channels. Perfect.
0: And we'll put all of Jessica's links in the show notes page as well as the other information. Jessica, you'll share with me the other links. That we talked about earlier. Um, So you'll have all of that over on the show notes page, everybody. Jessica, this has been fabulous. Thank you so much for enlightening us about Facebook shops. I cannot wait to go and check it out.
1: I'm so glad that you had me. This was so much fun. I appreciate it. And I hope everyone jump on this bandwagon. Be one of the first be the 1%.
0: All right. We will. We'll all make a commitment in unison. We will be that 1%.
1: (laughs) I love it. I love it.
0: Take care. Have a great day.
1: You too. Bye-bye.
0: So right after this interview, I went over to our website for the Ribbon Print Company. It's a Shopify site already. I switched it to be a shopping page over on Facebook and then followed the steps in Shopify to connect the two together. Seriously, in about 30 minutes, all our products were showing over in Facebook shops, and it couldn't be easier. I can't wait to test out selling our products there now through DMs and maybe when we have promotions. I'm thinking maybe I'll go over into our customer support group to announce the promotions and then sell right from there. Can't wait to experiment. Two other big points I want to underline from our talk with Jessica. Remember that clear over clever for product names will serve you best. And don't forget about your secret followers. They're right there watching you and may not be engaging, but they will when the time is right. That's a wrap for part four of our six-part series. Next week is drumroll Etsy. (laughs) I know many of you have been waiting for that. But honestly, I'm seeing such value in each and every platform we're covering here. And remember, many are now selling from multiple places. You just don't want to try and get several up and running at the same time. One, get it perfected, locked in, then you can move on to another. Also, make sure to subscribe to the Gift Biz Unwrapped podcast if you haven't already. That allows the next episode to automatically be downloaded, ready and waiting for you first thing next Monday morning. Did you know that if you're not subscribed, sometimes it takes hours for the episode to become available to you, but not when you subscribe. So take a moment and do that now. Until next week, remember you can catch me live in the breeze for those Q&A sessions. Even if you don't have something to ask, It's so valuable to learn from other people's questions, too. You'll hear more about the group in the outro clip closing out this show. That happens right now. I want to make sure you're familiar with my free Facebook group called Gift Biz Breeze. It's a place where we all gather and are a community to support each other got a really fun post in there that's my favorite of the week, I have to say, where I invite all of you to share what you're doing, to show pictures of your product, to show what you're working on for the week, to get reaction from other people, and just for fun, because we all get to see the wonderful products that everybody in the community is making. My favorite post every single week, without doubt. Wait, what? Aren't you part of the group already? If not, make sure to jump over to Facebook and search for the group Gift Biz Breeze. Don't delay. Come join us in Gift Biz Breeze today.